This episode of MMA Notes is brought to you by Mattress Firm, our premier mattress provider. They provide 120 night sleep trials, so if your mattress is not perfect, they will pick it up and find you a new one. Save 10% off your order with code MMANUTS10. CrowdCow, the marketplace for high quality craft beef and meats from ranches around the world. Save $15 off your first box with code MMA15. NordVPN, get advanced security, internet freedom, and complete privacy. Save 73% off the two-year plan plus four months free with code MMANUTS. Liquid Web, one of the top hosting providers around. Save 33% off monthly VPS plans with code VPS. 33 off. Defense soap. Everyday soaps for everybody. Use code MMA Nuts to save 15% off your order. Hey fans, this is MMA Nuts, episode 530. 530! My name's Edgar Weigel. Matt Griffith, MMA Show. Buy my fans for my fans. Walk the line between serious and ridiculous. What's happening? How's it going? Just maintaining. I am. Sure. Are you mansplaining? Something. We were over at our buddy's house this weekend. He's bawling out of control. It's so crazy when your friend is bawling out of control. There's like (laughs) hookers and blow and $100 bills and cocaine. and Well, not that crazy, but fucking bubble hockey machine. That was the party I went to after. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking, I need three TVs on this wall. I need a TV on that wall. I need a fucking bar here and... He does have a lot of TVs. There's, I think there was like 10 TVs in his house. You, <laughs> you could, every room had at least a TV and not like a tiny one, but like 50 fun. inch or up. <laughs> yeah. So he likes to watch his television, I guess. So it's all about, I think, the bar feeling and multiple sports. So you can have everything on at one time. So yeah. all the porn at the same time. Yeah. Like I want this kind on this TV, that kind on that one. You know, it's how it rolls. Total so. stimulation. Yeah, overload while you're you're banging the bubble hockey machine. Yeah. I think it probably has that as an option. Like you get the cup holders, the laser lights, <laughs> and the the fucking pocket pussy on the side or whatever okay. that thing was. Perfect. Fleshlight, fleshlight built in. Oh, good lord, he went there. <laughs> yeah, I had to. <laughs> Do you want scuff marks on the ice? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So anyway, UFC this weekend. Awesome card, right? Just as predicted. <laughs> you know, speaking of not entertaining, <laughs> the main event was very unentertaining. Yeah, Matt. let me start real quick before that. But uh, did you, I don't know if you saw that, but they threw Francis and Ganu under the bus. So no. it, in the like the preview package, as they're like getting ready to start the main event, they show Ngannou there, and they have Dana White's voice doing a voiceover saying. If you don't want to fight, no problem. You can wait, fly around the world on vacation or whatever you're doing. Knock yourself out. When you're ready, we're here. And then it goes, it's the perfect heavyweight interim fight. Like, wow. Okay. So you're just going to throw him under the bus. And then for this awesome fight, we're ready. Derek Lewis, Cyril gone in Derek Lewis's hometown. What yeah, happened? He, he didn't look like himself. I feel like Lewis never got off in this fight. Gon just lit him up with the Muay Thai and just kind of put on a clinic. And I don't know. It just it was it was a strange. That's not the Lewis I know. So I mean, I I don't know if it's all that pressure from being at home. And I think they were even talking about the broadcast, like um, that he you know hometown. You have a lot of responsibilities and things, but 
One thing um, that that they mentioned uh, during the fight too was is these guys coming into the heavyweight division, they're not their record is not reflective of their skill level anymore because they usually have like 10 or 15 amateur fights mm-hmm. a lot of times. So gone is like, you know, he's pretty seasoned, um, pretty solid striker. Well, he was the favorite coming into this. Used pretty- the leg kicks very effectively. I, I think Lewis had no answer for that. And, you know, was it third round stoppage, something like that? It was just yeah. the, the stoppage seemed odd to me. I, I don't know if he got tired or his, the leg was messed up or what, but. It just seemed odd. Like, it didn't seem like Lewis had any fight left in the third round. So, no, and I, it's like he shit the bed, right? I feel like he choked under the pressure. Yes. And when they showed the significant strike totals, I believe it was 104 to eight. To eight. 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 You landed fucking eight strikes the entire fight, but it was, was a lot crazy. of, you know, Lewis sitting back and gone just picking him apart. But, and again, and then anytime, Lewis got close, then Gon would run away and reset. And I fucking hate that style of fighting. Yeah. But then you have one minute of fury from the guy. Start the fucking fight like that. That's what we want to see. You guys are heavyweights. Don't don't fucking one shot here, one shot there. I'm too scared to come in. He's got too much power. Fuck that. Get in there and throw some shots. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that was kind of to be expected i wasn't super hyped for this fight but now you're you're setting up it has to be gone versus Nganu, which should potentially be a good fight if both guys are going to engage and not this bullshit yeah but i want to share this tweet from brett akamoto of how we even got here in the first place where he was saying here's the number of days it's been since some of the ufc titles were defended female bantamweight 602 a featherweight, 391, light heavyweight, 154, bantamweight, 154, female featherweight, 154, heavyweight, 133. So this is the fastest UFC has ever created an interim title, followed by a divisional title fight, 133 days. So interesting to see if you get on the bad side of the UFC, fuck you and your title. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, it's still a lot of politics, but it's to be expected. I got to say, though, I still miss the days of Dana White just cussing up a storm all the time, all day long, and just fucking with fans. And I think still he still does. It's not as much, but I, th- I think I liked it when he was doing it before. He was like, it was like coked up version of Dana, just yeah. going with bananas when he didn't have money. <laughs> He's like, fuck you, <laughs> pussy. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's, it's, I like the Nganu um, game fight. I think that'll be, that could be really exciting, but. It could also be a snooze fest if both guys decide not to engage. Yeah. Because Nganu's been on, like, Nganu versus Derek Lewis was one of the worst heavyweight fights also. So there's a common theme in some of It's Derek Lewis's fault. Blame him. (laughs) Exactly. But he's always in there. And I think that's why, uh, who is it, Mergliata was the ref who was giving him all sorts of opportunities to get back to his feet. Because he can end that fight in one punch. So I think he was trying to do that pat berry check congo kind of shit like oh let him come back again let him come back again like yeah didn't know. work out and then he did a weird stoppage too where he he's like stop the action let me get your mouthpiece back in I'm like what the fuck like he's on the the verge of being finished here why are we stopping to put a mouthpiece in just let it roll out hmm. so just a weird all-around fight and mm-hmm. uh i don't know what to say for lewis and 
I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> you know, I don't know where he goes from there. It's not a good thing. Bellator. Maybe. No. <laughs> He'll still get another shot. Yeah, but, of course he will. Uh, the other fight, I want to, two other fights I want to mention. So that Jose Aldo, Pedro Muno. So Aldo looked super sharp. He ended up getting a win, but he was just ripping the body shots. And it was weird because he just kind of paced himself the first two rounds. And then the third round, he's like, it's fucking on now, motherfucker. And it just came at him. He started throwing some hard leg kicks, like drop the guy with leg kicks. And they said he broke his own record for significant strikes landed during a fight. So it was impressive. He looked really good. Okay. So I like this. I like seeing Aldo resurging at a lighter weight. So set it up. McGregor Aldo, two. That's the rumor. <laughs> I'd like to see <laughs> if, it happen. If uh, McGregor can ever walk again, well, yeah. that remains to be seen. And then uh, the other fight was the Vicente Luque versus Michael Chiesa, which was a quick fight in a flurry on the ground. And Chiesa had a submission locked up and it got reversed. Luque slips in a darse and that's that. Mm -hmm. It was a a, a feverish pace when they both hit the ground. Like, oh, it's going to happen. Oh, it's reversed. Oh, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, fuck <laughs> let's open for more action but yeah you know luke is looking good he like he got and there's a lot of people saying he almost looked like he tapped a couple times like i don't know i mean it's normal it, yeah these things happen yes and then one of the fighters called out hasbula after he won <laughs> i love it he's like i you want the money fight hasbula i give it to you so we'll see uh, what else is happening out there? Well, we have some Fedor news. He's going to be facing Tim Johnson. He's booked for the main event in Bellator, I believe, October, Moscow. The shit's going down. Um, October, October 3rd or something like that. October 23rd. 23rd. Um, so that's exciting to see Fedor back in action. Um, Against Tim Johnson. Who? <laughs> Sorry. Well, you want the safe fight, right? Uh, let's yeah. give him the guy that's been around. He's been Johnson was in the UFC. He's the guy with that fucking weird mustache. He looks like Bronson from that movie. Yeah. Well, <sighs> snoozy. Sorry, I'm not excited. It should be an easy fight, but it's hard to say. You never that. know because he also almost lost to Fabio Maldonado. Maldonado. <laughs> It's that that still was one of the most I'm epic announcements saying. ever. The Fedor. Yes. Where is that guy? God damn it. He was just fucking. Oh my god. And then what else? UFC this weekend. Not great shit. You have Cannoneer versus Gastelum. Bellator. You have Gegard Musasi's fighting. John Salter. And then PFL, Roy McDonald is fighting Ray Cooper the third. And Lason Tebow is also on that card. So there's a lot of action. It's just pick and choose your fights, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe one here, one there, one there. That kind of shit. What else is happening out there? Well, remember, we t- I think it was last week or the week before you we asked me how many fighters, or someone asked how many fighters it would take down to take down a fighter. How many of me? Are how, you? Yeah, yeah. All right. So in Poland, they just had a three versus one fight. Did you see this? Uh, I've seen the three versus one. The first guy usually tackles him. And then there the other go. two grounded. So this happened in Poland like a week ago, maybe 10 days ago, something like that. So here they are. These are three professional fighters against another professional fighter. And here we go at elite something in Poland. 
So they, they gang tackle. Yep, here you go. He takes him down, ground yeah. and pound. It's like uh, it's pretty know. easy because the one guy, his job is to hold the other guy down. And it's a stoppage. Yep. So it pretty much happened exactly the way you described it. <laughs> so, yeah, but that's the way it's going to go. I mean, could you get that job done with two? Probably not. I think you need three, especially a non-professional versus a pro. <laughs> You're going to need minimum of three. Well, what if you don't get the takedown, though? Then what happens? uh you're gonna though i mean how is he gonna stop three people coming at him from three different sides it's not gonna happen you might get lucky and knock one of the guys out on the way in but hope i would be the guy in the back should get him first because unless he's smart enough to put his back to the cage like that's what you want to do if you're fighting the multiple people back to the cage so everyone's in front of you so you see everything but that guy didn't do that <laughs> he Duke. just got fucking taken down so mm-hmm. we'll see uh, I saw uh, Luke. Remember that psychopath that they were just talking about last week, that Sean Strickland character where we played a little bit of the video and he was saying, oh, I'd love to kill someone in the octagon and fuck, I'd be, I'd own that shit. I'm a fucking psychopath and blah, blah, blah. So I guess they're going to match him up against Luke Rockhold <laughs> in uh, the middleweight division at UFC 268 on November 6th. That's crazy. It's a weird matchup because I think Rockhold was saying everybody's been ducking him. I don't know. Was I guess to see what happens with that. And then the other notable thing, Chad Mendes signed a multi-fight deal with Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship. Chad Mendes, eh? Yeah. So he has like the shortest reach out of everybody. And yeah. again, more of a wrestler. <laughs> what are they doing over there? I don't understand the strategy. I don't get it either. But hey, whatever puts butts in the seats, right? Hey, if you want to talk about butts in the seats, I got something for you. Okay. Share this. So the... Is it about women's volleyball? No. (laughs) Okay. No, the blonde bomber fought. Hey! She's a little way in action from her. The blonde bomber. Those are giant breasts. Good Lord. Yep. So you need people like that wearing things like this. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. You see Sean O'Malley trying to win the worst tattoo in MMA again. He, he upped himself and got this one done. Got a tattoo of himself celebrating a knockout. That is weird. So I'm going to get myself tattooed on my neck celebrating my own knockout of someone okay <sighs> why he just likes though? tattoos i don't know he's just weird life decisions you know i, I say anything below the neck's okay but above, you can't go above the neck if you want to have a job in the future you got to go <laughs> below the neck's fine so i hear you what else is happening out there uh, uh let me give you a little bit of uh um since the olympics just closed um, I yes. found a little article that said what what 21 of the most famous USA women's gymnasts look like then versus now. Ooh, so, I like this. Here we uh, go. Let me go. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't think we'll get through all 21, but we'll get a few. So here we go. Remember Sean Johnson from 2008? There she no, is but, okay. in Beijing. I watch a lot of uh, gymnast gymnastics. Here she is. Now. Oh, we're done. But looking all right right there. Anyways. And then do you remember Dominique Mociano from the mm-hmm. 90s? Sure. Uh-huh. There she is, tiny little thing. 
I would say that's an upgrade. I don't know about you. There she is in the middle. It's hard to tell her apart from the kids. Very short. <laughs> uh, number two, we have Michaela Maroney. Remember like this, this weird, weird face? Yeah. Yep. She's in she a commercial. In, yeah, here she is in the White House. And I think this is a downgrade. I, I'm going to, I don't know how you feel about it. Well, that picture is, but her uh, commercial, she looks just like the original. Okay. Too skinny for me. Kyla Ross, um, then verse now. She's over here on the right. And then uh, let me see. Jordan Weber. Doesn't even look like her, actually. Strange. It's called steroids and no steroids. Yeah, super skinny. Alleged. Uh, let me see. I'll go fast forward here. Let me see. There's one more that I remember. Nastia Lukin. Remember her from the, the 2000s? The, the famous Russian? No. She was like dominant, killing it. Right? There she is. I do not see any difference. Do you see a difference then versus now? Um, that's about it. I think that's that's all I wanted to show you. There's more, but if you want to Google it, 21 gymnasts, it's just interesting. It's interesting to me how um, different people look in competition versus out of competition. We see this in MMA too. Like, you know, your game shape versus not mm -hmm. your game shape, depending on who you are, <clears throat> Johnny Hendricks. Yeah, uh, how hard you want to go in the off-season. <laughs> there is go, no off-season. <laughs> you go hard on those uh, Baconators. Yeah, you know? and then you keep missing weight, and you mm. change weight class, and then you miss yes. weight again, and then you miss weight again. Yes, I love Johnny Hendricks. run out of the sport. It's just funny to me that the man likes cheeseburgers that much. So I get it. I I. I don't know. I wouldn't be going ham if I was a pro fighter. I'd take it pretty serious. Maybe like once a month. You can't be doing that shit every I'd day. I do it post fight, but not leading up to it. Yeah, what no, I like no if you're fighting way. three, four times a year, you'd probably yeah. go three, four times a year. You reward yourself for a week or two, and then you get back after it. Maybe maybe a week or two is too long. That's probably too yeah. I'd, I'd like I, I feel like you could do a lot of damage in a week or two. <laughs> I, I know like, I can. <laughs> you could. <laughs> I could do a lot of damage in a night or two. Okay. I could probably put fucking five to 10 pounds on in one night. Just go in ham. How? What do you mean? How? <laughs> Take some it's supplements. It's like 3,500 calories for one pound. How many calories are you taking in? <laughs> and then you wake up. You're like, I'm still hungry. I'll eat some more and then fuck it. Oh, I've eaten fifteen thousand calories. <laughs> it's like what? It's like, oh, I don't feel good for like three weeks. <laughs> Your body's like, what have you done? Yeah, and then I like, I gotta work out. I gotta fucking like, uh, get after it and not eat for a day because uh, that that's that's the counter to that. Like, if you're eating. gonna terrorize your body, then you gotta pay the price and not eat. You gotta have to starve. Yes, that's the the price you have to pay sometimes. Okay. Uh, let's, uh, let's do a little tweet of the week. I have no idea what's on tap. Oh, good Lord. I'm excited. <laughs> Whatever it is, I'm excited. Gaping news. Guinness book of world records confirms woman with largest mouth and go. That's not going to do anything for me though. <laughs> I'm just I mean, saying that's just the scary. things you could jam in there. Like I'm just yeah. thinking a subway foot long. Wonk. <laughs> Wonk. That is just scary. She looks scary. I know. Oh my God, I'm traumatized. I, I had a one of my friends in high school. His girlfriend could fit her whole hand in her mouth. Whoa! Oh my God, that's pretty cool. I guess. 
<laughs> I'm gonna get out of that before I get into any trouble. Like, okay, what else could you fit in your mouth? Exactly, my <laughs> foot, and then forget about this one. Uh, Ten years ago today, this was on August oh, 6th. Was Dennis Hallman fought in these shorts. Dennis Ballman Hallman, and then that's when they officially banned you wearing any kind of fucking speedos remember like dude you yeah. can't you can't do that he his lost the balls, bet his balls are hanging out yeah they came out during the fight remember it was yeah. disgusting <laughs> like, oh dude you can't do you can't do this <laughs> we're a professional sport fuck you and condom depot man oh because then i can see why you institute uniforms right like uh, yeah. this it's all his fault i blame it him. was <laughs> like, we have to put a stop to this right that's why we lost sponsors because of hallman fucking asshole yes, i agree uh let's do some ask the nuts unless you have anything else no, over there. no i just got some knowledge but okay no. so I'll open this up oh this this just starts right off hang on i hate these videos that just start going so i need to know what technique is this uh oh i'm scared <laughs> Did you catch oh that? <laughs> he just knocked that guy with his elbow. <laughs> he just drifted him one. He's like, I'm gonna kick the door and bink. <laughs> he lost the... his shoe. <laughs> he, knocked lost... His shoe. <laughs> <laughs> he knocked them straight out of his shoes. What oh, the fuck's shoe. going on? Is that a couple of maintenance guys? I don't know, but was that planned? Was that premeditated? I feel like I don't know. The guy had a mission to punch his friend. Mm. I'm gonna pretend like I'm kicking the door and I'm gonna fucking sock you in the eye socket. Oh. All right. And then here, here's some uh, sketchy stuff. Oh, give me a second. No volume. Hang on. Everything wants to go with volume, but is this movie scene or real life? Is this the real life? Yeah. Whoa. That's crazy. Is that the wildfires in California? No, that's in Greece. Holy shit. Are they on a boat or something? Yeah, they're on a boat evacuating. It reminds me of War of the Worlds when it's they super, jumped on that boat. super crazy. I, I don't know if, if I saw that in person, I might have a heart attack. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> like, like, I'm having heart palpitations <laughs> right now looking at this. It looks really scary. It looks like I never watched this whole thing. And whoever's filming this, fuck you. Stay stationary. Why do you got to yeah. keep scrolling left, right? Oh, my God. So scary. Why are there so many fires? Oh. So I don't know what the question was, but it's scary. All right. So real convict Donald on Twitter asks, he says, it looks like an Aldo versus McGregor rematch is making more and more sense. Come stain McLoser definitely shouldn't get an immediate title shot. If slash when he returns, should Aldo be his first fight back? If not, why not? Who should his first fight return fight be with? I say Aldo, give him Aldo, give Aldo a chance to avenge his loss. It's tough because Aldo is fighting at like 35, so I don't know if he's going to come up. And I think they'd have to fight at least 45. I don't know if McGregor can even do that anymore. Well, he lost a leg, so he'll be well, okay. that's a good point. He might be able to do 25 <laughs> now. Yeah, I can agree with this. Uh, I, I like that fight. And I would love to see Aldo leg kick the shit out of him because you know McGregor won't check anything. Yeah. And then a follow-up from Real Convict. It's, oh, sorry, hang on. I got to go back. 
the question is there can you name some ufc fighters who have bigger arms than dana toehold like look how big he is now he's pretty big he, I swear to God, he ate Lorenzo Fertitta or at least <laughs> like whatever Lorenzo was on. Because remember when Lorenzo was normal size and then got jacked as fuck? Yeah. Now all these guys, I don't know what the shit I don't on. see the appeal in getting that big in older age. My goal in old age is to become lean. I just want to be mm-hmm. as lean as possible, put as little stress on my body as I can. Being that large is just stressing your, not, just yeah. all, your joints, all those guys. It's no good. HGH guy, yeah. it, it mm-hmm. is. It's about being lean. You'll feel better. Yep. Lean and loose and limber and hard. Yes, lean, loose, limber, and hard. <laughs> with a capital H. Hard. Yeah. Uh let's see what else I'm gonna scroll back through. I felt like I'm I'm missing something here. Oh, maybe Rodrigo Machado is missing again. We miss you, Rodrigo. Come back see to see you, us. See you next week. Uh or next Tuesday. Yes. Uh, got your knowledge. I do. So while we, I know we were at the party yesterday and there was a lot of country music playing, being played. I'm not a huge fan of country music, No. but I, I like some type types of country music that are more bluesy. I was in a weird mood. I got home last night and sat down and, and, and on Netflix, I just, sometimes I swear, like people are listening, right? Up pops this Garth Brooks documentary. Okay. And, um, I don't know if you remember him or not. It's called the road yes. I'm on. Have you seen this? No. Um, it's actually really, really good. The dude is like a man's man. He's like his, he, he lives his life by a handshake and his word. And he's like a humble guy. He's not, he's like a superstar. I never knew some of the things about him. He played in front of like a million people in central park in New York. Like Mm -hmm. it's a cool documentary because it brings him from like where he was in Oklahoma all the way to him becoming Garth. And the dude, the dude was like, basically playing seven nights a week in some shithole place and making like all this money. He goes to Nashville and comes right home. Cause they're like, this place is fucked. Like I can't, I can't make a living here. And you know, then, then that motivated him to be, it's really good. Like it's not, there's not a ton of country music in it. Mm-hmm. It's just a cool documentary to watch about like a successful human being and how they, the more and more, the older I get, the more I'm learning that the only way you get successful is you have to be like fucking relentless. Like it's literally like, that's, that's what works. And Mm -hmm. time and time again, it doesn't matter what it is you do. If you're relentless, you haven't, you have a shot. So it's, it's really good. It's well done. You don't have to be a country music fan to like it, but he's just a, he's just a cool dude. Like, and he tells these stories where he's getting all emotional and you're just like, wow. Like, does it go into like how, Tom Zagura and his wife are terrorizing that guy's Facebook and Instagram page. No, why? Why is he doing that? Well, he's just fucking with them because he thinks that. Uh, I think he thinks Zagura thinks that Garth Brooks is a serial killer. He's like, where are the bodies at? <laughs> what bodies? What are we talking about? So, like, all the fans of their podcast, Your Mom's House, will okay. go all over Garth Brooks' Facebook and they'll just leave random quotes from their podcast all over it so if you look at all the posts it's all fucking stuff from your mom's house podcast why are they picking on him no i never knew this was a thing oh it's fucking hilarious so it's like they had to shut comments off and then segura's instagram got banned from being able to post on anything garth brooks or seeing it so like their fans have just terrorized mr Uh brooks that's funny and I don't even know if he knows what's going on, but I'm sure he. I'm sure he gives no fucks. 
Well, I don't think he's in control of Jesus. Like he's got probably so much money. Yeah. One of the greatest created another personality, right? Oh yeah. Chris, Chris Gaines or whatever. It was supposed to be for a movie. They talk about that too, which is, I think he was very, uh, his whole career, he was just very um, ambitious creatively and tried stuff. So it was like, you know, and it's a cool documentary. It's about two hours. I think it's two, two episodes of an hour each. I think something like that. So you don't have to be a country music fan. If you like music or just success stories, it's it's pretty cool. And it takes you through all the emotions. There's a lot of shit like that he went through that. Was something about a pickup truck, dirt country road, a dirty hooker wife, cocaine <laughs> and quaaludes. There I don't you know. Go. There you go. You... Paps Blue Ribbon beers. Get some beers. You give oh, me a cut. You, it's okay. It's a hit. It's a hit song. It already. is 100%. <laughs> you got it right there. You know it. Throw a little guitar back behind that and you're good. Bing, bong, bing. Just fucking, I don't know. Uh, let's see. Oh, here, here's why you don't drink in the mosh pit and go. I'll share Uh-oh. this with you. Well, uh, I turned the music off, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> what like like well, well first off who's the asshole winging backhanded punch <laughs> spinning back fists like fuck face i want my beers like boom boom he's trying to do that i think I it seems like he's trying 100%. to hit that guy what a like, dick I, you know i've been in the mosh pits you you try to take care of people like yeah you get knocked down and you always got to watch out for those fucking guys because they're, they're out there they're just out there to punch well people. it's it's a pussy move too because he's not even looking at the guy so he's pretending he doesn't know he's there but he's really trying to hit him like if you're gonna do that you might you gotta go face to face but my experience with mosh printing was never that it was like about knocking into each other and bump yeah. jumping around and getting wild but not that that's just no nah, we were we were good ones up at, at college because whenever like there was a heavy band and <clears throat> there was a, a bar called autos where uh, everyone used to fucking go in there and that was where all the the good bands would come like any big bands would come and they'd play that but the mosh pits were always nice because everyone, every time someone went down to the floor, like people would just clear out and help that person back up. Like it was friendly mosh pitting, not that kind of bullshit. So weird. Last thing I have, I don't know where this fits, but enjoy. No, talk with a dick. What I think we need a bunch of these. Where do you buy that? I don't I'm know. So in. Let's send them to people. I have a few people on my list I would like to send that to. Fine. <laughs> All right. I think that's all I got this week. A little short quick show. A quick one. It's all right. Not much going on in MMA this week. Olympics concluded. Uh, hopefully we get, you know, I'm hoping falls be better. We need some big fights. So, yeah, I mean, there's, it's always a lull in action. You can't be going 24 seven. There is no fucking off season for us, right? It's Good just point. go, go, go. And you're going to have these lull moments week to week, but mm-hmm. you know, we'll come back strong. We need more events. Or more quality events, not more events. So right, all right. Quality over quantity. That's yes. been this week's edition of my notes. My name is Engel Weigel. Matt Griffith, thanks for playing.